to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hey everybody, welcome to Inner Bloom. <laughs> I'm Alexa and this is Ambrosia. What's up, Coolio? Hey everybody. Okay, I look like Coolio today, but let me explain if you're not watching Instagram or Facebook or TikTok apparently, let me explain why I look like Coolio. I, we had an episode with the hair shaman, Karen, right? And so I bought her hair growth serum because she said my hair was sad. Okay. So I want my hair to be happy. So <laughs> let's just pause right there and take that in for a moment. We all want Ambrosia's hair to be happy. We all want my hair to be happy. Okay. So when I looked up the directions, right, on how to do it, you have to section it off and put the serum in your scalp, on your scalp. Please excuse my children screaming in the background. On, I think they might be killing each other. It's fine. We're going to keep moving. On your scalp, and then you have to braid it, right? And so when it was happening, I wasn't fully aware. But when it was done, I was like, oh, my God, I look like Julio. Okay. We should have an image of me smiling and then a picture of Julio when he was popular next to me. It's a good look. I like this look on Ambi for sure. You like it? Yeah. Yeah. Let us know what you think, guys. So, so today we wanted to, what are we talking about today, Ambie? I don't even know. No. Signs we're, and symbols from the universe? Yeah, we're talking about signs and symbols from spirit. So, Ambrosia is a psychic medium, for those of you watching who don't know. And um, I was watching Tyler Henry. Is that his name? He's like yeah, the medium. I really like him. He's cool. Like, I've been watching some of his stuff recently. I'm like, going to replace me with Tyler? No. Is that what's happening? No, I'm not going to replace you. Let me know, you. Alexa. No, Who's I have my own now? Tyler Henry right here. That's what I'm talking about. That's right. You're my I'm Tyler Henry girl. Tyler Henry. <laughs> now, if we get a TV show and you go on looking like that, I'll pay you so much money. Oh, yeah? That. Yeah. Which one are you gonna that could actually make you like really unique, you know how like everybody. I'm not has going on TV like this. Okay, all right, we'll talk about it. No, nope. <laughs> nope, we're not going to talk about it. It's just not going to happen. Um, okay, but <laughs> anyway, so I was watching Tyler Henry, and he's a psychic and a medium as well, and he was talking about um how he has very specific signs and symbols that he gets from spirit. And I was thinking of Ambrosia here who, you know, does readings and channel mediumship and stuff all the time. Um, and how she says that she has very specific symbols that she gets from spirit in order to convey messages. So I was thinking it would be interesting to talk about what signs and symbols you get 
um, which mm-hmm. means certain things. And then, you know, that would like hear what other people watching, like what they get. What did you They're, just do? Did you just do this? For yeah, I, I would think I was doing this, but it oh, went like this. Oh, okay. Because I was like, we all know what that yeah. is, but I don't <laughs> see it. Damn. <laughs> hey, I got to tell you. I got to tell your uh, your children something. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. No, that's not appropriate. Why your children? Well, because a lot of the times kids or people want to talk to, like, their grandparents or their, ki- their parents. Oh, or okay. Passed away. Grandma wouldn't be like, hey. Yeah, yeah. Hey, oh. I mean, some grandmas might. Not not many that I've met, but. So my what kids are definitely fighting with each other right now. I can hear it. Um, and it's okay. Anyway, it'll make them stronger. It'll make them stronger. They're just building their tolerance right now. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about signs and symbols. So I teach intuitive classes. And one of the things I teach is it's similar to charades, right? Like you're. You're learning a new language with people that have passed away or with your spirit guides or whatever the case may be. Good gracious. If this is the first time you're watching this, this show, I was just I don't thinking always that. look like this. Okay? I was just thinking that. We're <laughs> <laughs> really like, oh, my me. God, psychics are fucking out there these days. <laughs> yes, psychics are out there. Anyway, so um, – so it's like charades. It's like a it's like a new language you're learning with this these spirits, these this entity, this being. So one of the most common ones people ask is how did they pass away? To verify who we're talking to. It's not like prove it, you're the psychic. It's like I just want to make sure that I've connected to the right person. So how they show me very easy two things. If it's unexpected or if it was like a very sudden, like a sudden death, I see a car accident. So a car accident doesn't always represent like an actual car accident. Car accidents represent um, unexpected death. Um, If they show me a hospital bed, then that means that they were sick for quite some time before they passed away. Um, And then they'll show me. So then they'll go from there. So if they show me a bed... I say, you know, was grandma sick before she passed away? And they say, yes. And I say, okay, it looks like she's um, holding her stomach, which indicates cancer to me. I don't know why that indicates cancer, but it's just my sign for cancer, like holding their stomach and hunching over. Sometimes they'll have no hair and then hair and then no hair and then hair. And that also means cancer. Because it's like showing you like losing hair. Losing hair, signifying like they went through chemo or they went through some type of um, radiation where they lost their hair. Cool. And let's like let's talk about signs and symbols for a second because like you said, I mean, from what I've learned, so I'm not a psychic, although I do think I, I am very intuitive these days, but from what I experienced through you, it's like you're building a language with spirit. You're building your own language, your own like it's like your own sign language, basically your own yes. code. So everybody who's who is intuitive or a psychic um, is going to have slightly different sim- signs and symbols that mean different things to them based on probably your life experience, right? Yeah, based on things that relate to you. So you're the tra- as a psychic or a medium, you're the translator, right? So you're translating the information to various people. So if I've Never, if I didn't know that um, most or that some people lose their hair when they're going through chemo, then having no hair and hair doesn't mean anything to me. 
right? It has to mean something to you. So you take the image of what you're seeing or the feeling that you're getting and you're relating it to the person and then you're letting them know what it means to you. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. What are some other signs that you get? Um, every time I see hands doing this, like the fingers together for people who are listening, that means money's coming in. Oh, okay. It's a good sign. Um, What'd you say? I like when I see that sign. Right? Yeah. Um, thumbs up, thumbs down. Pretty self-explanatory. Um, fingers going interlacing together usually means a relationship, a romantic relationship. Oh. Sometimes I'll see fingers that are trying to interlace, but they miss, and that means there's a misconnection there. It doesn't quite add up. Um, or, whoa, I see this one a lot when people ask about love interest is they, they do this, they brush their hands off and that means like washing your hands of the situation, like walking away from it. Cool. Um, I just want again to pop Do we have people watching live? Yeah. Okay. This is not for live. Okay. Watch the whole thing, but this is because I talked to a hair shaman and I am <laughs> doing a treatment right now and I'm almost, I have two hours left on my treatment. Okay? But if you... If you are watching live and you have uh, questions or you have like your own signs and symbols that you experience, let us know. Yeah. Um, And if you're not watching live, follow us on Instagram because we go live there. We will more often. And listen, uh, follow us on Facebook too. Yeah. Because we're live on Facebook. Um, Anyway, what else? What other, other signs and symbols? Just trying to think. There's a lot. In the beginning, there's a lot because it, it you're just kind of building that relationship. It's a good idea to write them down. Um, so let's talk about personal signs you receive from like guides or your spirit team or your entourage. I've heard them called by the lovely Shannon Boyer. Um, so when mine has changed over the years, But what I would do is I would get a ringing in my ear really, really badly. And that means I need to listen. I need to pay attention to what uh, what information I'm receiving at that time. So if I'm receiving, if someone's talking to me about um, goals or if someone's talking to me about like um, someone I should connect to and my ear starts going off, that means I need to really pay attention to what they're saying. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we have a, we have an interesting comment on Facebook. I really like this. Gianna Korzynski says, that's how I get personalities. They show me family members or friends of mine. And I know it is to mirror a personality. It's always been spot on, but at first I thought it was nuts seeing my own people. So mm-hmm. I guess what she means is like, they show her a person she knows and they're showing her it's this type of personality, like this type of character. Right? I like that. I, I like, like that. that too. It's so the- cool. It's so cool how spirit like uses your own – it goes back to – it's like Ambie when you channel, right? They can only use the vocabulary that you have. So Ambie channels an Arcturian being called the Arc Nine, if you don't know. And, she, and yeah. what we've learned through channeling is she can only – the Arcturians who channel through her, they can really only use the vocabulary that she's acquired in her life. So if she doesn't know the word, they can't use the word because – she can't access – they can't access Like, it. I can't start randomly speaking um, a different language because I don't know a different language. I guess I – if I've heard it, I guess I could. Yeah. That hasn't happened yet. That would be kind of cool. Um, 
Yeah. Another one that I see pretty often is if someone says, you know, whoever wants to come forward, come forward. I usually get an array of people, but if I'm doing like live readings on um, Instagram or Facebook or whatever, what happens is the person that's passed away shows up, mother, father, brother, sister is in like a line in front of me. And then um, cousins, aunts, close family members are out to the side. And it Mm. depends upon if they're on the right side or if they're on the left side, if they're on the mother's side or the father's side of the person that I'm reading for. That's interesting. It's like a way to linearly sort them for your mind. Right. So I'll say, do you have um, a male cousin on your mother's side? And they'll say, no, I have a male cousin on my father's side. And I'm like, okay, so right to you is father's side, left is mother's side. Mm. Interesting. Uh, oh, here's a sign I've heard you tell me before. Emily Bondurant says, I had Hi, spirit. Emily. <laughs> hey, Emily. She said, I had spirit hide their face. And to me, it meant shame slash guilt. You've told me that before. Mm-hmm. About like suicides. Um. Yeah. So su- people that, and that has changed. So suicides are a little different now. Suicides show up with their full face. But in the beginning, it definitely, um, people that have committed suicide will have like half their face shown and they, or they express like remorse. They'll start off by saying, um, tell them I'm really sorry. Tell them I'm really sorry. And so to me, that's a symbol of, and what I say to be respectful is, do they have something to do with their death? Um, so that can be a wide variety of things. Um, because you have to consider sometimes they don't know that it's suicide. And so you might be sharing really personal information that they are not willing to accept at that time either. Right. Totally. What are some of, um, what are some, I don't know, some other things you've experienced, uh, in your readings that have been interesting or like out of the norm? I've had a lot of out of the norm readings lately. Let me turn my other line on. Hold on. Pause this. I I can't pause it. It's a podcast, but I can vamp, vamp, vamp. Okay, someone on TikTok says, hi. Hi, Deez Jimeneso. Hi. Hello. I did my best. I did my best with your name. I hope hope it came close. Hi, if any of you on TikTok have questions about psychic Not about my hair. Or about Ambrosia's hair. This is not me. Please ask away. This is awful. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm going to pull it back. Um, what was it? We were oh, talking about interesting readings you've had interesting recently. Interesting readings. Um, yeah. So what's interesting that I found when talking to people that have passed away is that if the person has passed away within a certain amount of time, so usually earth time, and I say that because it's, it doesn't matter why I say that. If you listen to the podcast, you'll know why I say that. But earth time, it's usually within the first year. If they've passed away pretty recently, they're still very human. What I mean by that is if grandma was mad at you, she's still going to be mad at you. If grandma was that's sad, comforting. what'd you say? <laughs> I said, ironically, that's comforting. <laughs> I know. If grandma was mad at you, she's going to be real pissed at you still. Well, well, here's why I say that, because a lot of people will have someone that they're very close to or they were very close to before they passed and they'll want to talk to them. And I understand where they're coming from. I get that. But I think people have this perspective that they see that when they pass, they've seen like a broader perspective now and they have like 
we're all one perspective. And that's not always true. And so I prepare people that if they've, I've given people readings that have not even been to the funeral yet of the person that's passed away. I mean, it's literally happened the day before. Wow. And so what I say to people are, I want you to be prepared for crying, for anger, for all of the normal human emotions, because they don't have that broader perspective yet. They're still going through the grief process that you're still experiencing as well. And so a lot of the times, um, especially with women that have passed away, if they have children, a lot of the times they uh, can't even get through the reading. The dead person can't get through the reading because they're crying so hard because they miss their kids. Wow. So it's, it's a little jarring and a lot of people aren't expecting that. So yeah. And also talk about a little bit how, um, well, okay, wait, I want to say two things. One, I want you to talk about how like if someone in life, in, in their lifetime did not believe in psychics, for example, or was very religious, how like when they're in spirit, that still carries over in their personality in the, in, in the afterlife, like they don't, you, you know. Okay. So this is really shocking to me. And this is also really fun because it goes off of your belief systems, right? So a lot of psychics, a lot of mediums, well, not psychics, psychic is seeing the future medium is talking to people that have passed away. Channeling is channeling other beings. Okay. So, okay. You up to speed? You got it. Up to speed. Let's <laughs> pray this up, people. So, <laughs> so okay. a lot of mediums, and I had a student ask me this recently, will say, Well, I can't communicate with, I can't pick who I'm communicating with. And that's their belief system. If the medium believes I can only communicate with who is coming forward, then that's what they believe, right? I have a different belief system. I believe that if you ask somebody, hey, are you okay to talk to me? They can say yes or no, just like a regular conversation with a human being. That might work. That might not work. There's times where people have wanted their their loved one to come forward and a different loved one comes forward. And that's because of the energy that's going through. They don't want to talk to me. So your belief system is huge because it's literally shaping your reality when you're alive and when you're not alive, which is really interesting. So going back into that is I will have a lot of older people, a lot of very religious people that do not believe in psychics are mediums. They don't, they believe it's the devil's work, whatever the case may be. They will literally stand in the corner and refuse to speak to me many, many times. I will say, was grandma real religious? Cause I see like rosary beads or like the cross. Like She's being, like saging oh, like, you. Yeah. Like legit, like no, no. Or they'll be like, uh, no. And just leave. And I'm like, so I, yeah, I don't feel like this is going to work. I'm so sorry. And they, they will say, yeah, that, that makes sense because they didn't believe in this. They thought this was the devil's work or whatever the case may be. I have had people that, um, we're open to the idea and their minds are blown about what's happening. That's a fun one. I like wait, when that So happens. they're in spirit. They're in spirit. And they're like, wait, what your – their minds are blown about what that you're talking about? Their minds are blown that we can communicate, that they can be But seen. they know they're a spirit, right? 
They know their spirit. So this usually happens at like psychic fairs or like main, like big events where there's more than one psychic or more than one. I keep saying psychic. There's more than one medium. Typically psychic and mediumship goes together. Yeah. Typically. Um, I did an event a couple weeks ago and I had this woman's husband who was passed talking to me and he was looking around and he was just like, this is wild. I'm back here. This is, uh, yeah. This is crazy. Well, like so you see me and he kept saying, so you see me. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. And he's like, tell me how tall I am. And I told him and he's like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay, I, like asked that test. It was really funny. And then like, there was another medium in there and he's, he was asking her like, you see me too. And she's like, I'm trying to talk to somebody else. And he's like, okay. All right. <laughs> So it, it was just – it was really funny. It reminds me of when we talked to Tupac and also um, Freddie Mercury. And oh, they were Freddie. like – they were like really impressed by podcasts. They were like, wow, like, wait. Like like, like that that was a thing. And it yeah. also reminds me of the time that you were doing live readings and then all of a sudden you were like – you were talking to someone's dad and you were like live on Facebook – like someone's dad who was in spirit – and you were live on Facebook doing this, and all of a sudden you're like, "Wait, I'm sorry, hold on, everybody, what?" And you, if you're just like, you're on the street, like having a conversation with, it looks like nobody. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I'm sorry, what? Oh, yes, yes, I'm sorry, sir. Yes, you are, you are dead. And everyone's like, "What?" <laughs> and it was like the real life. It was a real life uh, sixth sense where the spirit did not know he had passed away. And he was like, I'm dead. And you said that he was like, oh, my God. Like, that's why. Like, he didn't understand why, like, nobody Makes was. Makes so coming. much sense. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. How does that happen? So that's an earthbound spirit. Those are spirits that are stuck in this. What the hell is happening to my face? Those are spirits <laughs> that are are stuck in this reality, in this dimension. So that can happen for a couple of different reasons. That's a traumatic event, like a very, like a, a car accident. Is a like in one. Sixth Sense, traumatic like event. In, yeah, like traumatic event, um, like a car accident. Um, a very sudden loss of life. A child is another reason they don't really understand the concept yet of death. So they kind of wander around and look for their parents and kind of like what's going on. And then you have the rare, very, very rare. I want to make sure that like I let everybody know it's very rare because I don't want to promote fear. People that don't want to cross over because um, they don't want to leave. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not going. Yep. I'm not, not going. going. You can't make me. <laughs> you can't I'm just going to haunt me. you. I have had I've had that experience where people are like, nope, I'm staying here because I well, think it's fun to mess with this family. Okay. Well, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing about like scary spirits is that like just like in life, right? There are like high vibe people and there are low vibe people. And there are low vibe people, right? Yeah. And just the good like news is that you are in control. If you have a spirit in your house, you are in control. If you tell the spirit to leave, they will leave. Um a lot of the times, if you can see spirits, they don't know, um, like, how well you can see them. So they'll just stay there. Um, essentially, keep asking for help is what they're doing. Usually, people that experience, like, very a very scary poltergeist, usually they're kids that are passed away that are just throwing temper tantrums because they don't understand why everybody's ignoring them. 
Um, one of our uh, viewers on Facebook, Audra Richie Holdorf, says, please – okay, she said, Amby, how about mine with the boy from my class that was super out of the ordinary? Please share about the boy in my class who isn't dead but came through. Okay, I'm only sharing this because um, I gave her a reading and she just confirmed that I can share it. So um, – because typically I don't like to share personal information because it's rude. So I'm usually I can talk to uh, people that have passed away. Every now and then you can talk to people that have dementia. For me, I don't talk to the, as many people with dementia or like mental illness. Um, I spoke to somebody one time that had schizophrenia and it was not a good situation for my mental health. So I don't like to do that with this situation that I'm about to express, it was very different. We were not trying to communicate with someone that was living. Um, type in the comments, Audra, if he's okay, by the way. I want to know if he's okay. And if some of the stuff that I saw was correct, did you check his arms? How did that go? Anyway, or private message me better. Either way. So I'm giving her a reading and I do these over the phone. So that's why I did the phone gesture. And I see a little boy come to me and I ask her, you know, do you have kids? And she says, yes. And so I assume that I'm seeing a little boy because it's representing her children. And so the way that I started to describe this individual was as though he was passed away. And we quickly realized that this is nobody that she, she is, it's not someone in her family. And I'm describing to a T one of her students who um, has a, a couple mental disabilities. Um, and I believe he's nonverbal autistic. Is that right, Audra? She um, just said, by the way, yes, many things were true. And she will, like, she will message you, I guess. Got it. So the way that I was seeing him was so clear. And, like, his mannerisms, the way that he was pacing back and forth in my office, um, like he went and sit down and, and she says he's like that all the time in class. And um, she's a teacher that was one of her students. And it was it was wild. He refused to leave my house. <laughs> Couldn't get rid of him um, because he felt safe in my house. So that makes sense. So I let him hang out a little bit longer. And then I explained like what the possibilities were, why he's in this state, because he's in a state of unconsciousness. Right. He's sleeping. So um, what I did was I explained to him, you can go anywhere you want to go right now. My house is not like the coolest place to be. So <laughs> if you want to go to like Mars, you could go to Mars right now. You could go anywhere you want to go. But because he's astral go. projecting. Yes, he's astral projecting. Exactly. So um, once I explained that to him, he was gone. He was, he was <laughs> out of here. It was here. like later. Yeah. Um, but I told him if he wanted to come back tomorrow, he could, he, he didn't come back, but yeah, he was a really, he was a very sweet little boy. Wow. So that was like, that was like the first time that you did a reading for someone who was actually living who. Yes. That was the first time I did a reading for someone who was li living and who had such intense energy that it was like, I saw him, like I see you. Even my husband, so the kids were up and, you know, all of that. And so my husband's like, go back to bed to the kids. And the yelling, my husband was saying to, like, go back to bed for the kids. It was scaring him. 
So he's sitting on the couch and I'm literally like sitting next to him. Like, it's okay. Everything's fine. And then I look at my husband and I'm like, Hey, can you not raise your voice? Cause it's really freaking him out. And he's just, my husband's like, okay. And like got up and like went over to the kids. I was like, thank you. Cause it's, it's very intense, you know? Yeah. Audra just said, since the reading, since the reading, he is better with me like a switch, intense trust the next day. That's nice. Since the reading, he's what? I'm sorry. Got distracted. Okay. Since the reading, he is better with me like a switch, intense trust the next day. Yay. That's nice. That's awesome. Because um, what I did was I explained to him that she's there to help him. And, you know, he has to be able to take off his jacket in class. And he's got to be able to trust people. And she's not going to hurt him. Things like that. So Yeah. I'm glad that helped. It's there good. you go. Good mediumship. Yay. Did it. <laughs> so that's, that's um, a feeling into energy. So that's interesting because um, have you ever, I know a bunch of people have this feeling of you get a vibe from somebody or you feel a certain way about somebody, like you're feeling their energy, right? You're feeling if you like their energy or not. So that is one of the things you're doing with psychic work is you're feeling people's energy. Um, Mm. What I like to ask people, because this is a fun one. If you're in a room by yourself, and I've asked you this before, yes. If you're in a room by yourself and you're you're busy working, and it feels like someone walked in the room, and you look up and nobody's there, that's that slight energy shift is how mediums feel the presence of another being entering the room. Like it's just no. this knowing of someone else is here. You know what I when you know what happened to me today? It was ugh, guys, this was weird. I was walking my dog. It was the morning and, you know, the sun was just coming up and I was walking through the park and I got that feeling of like there's something – it was that feeling like something's in the corner of my eye, but it wasn't the corner of my eye. It was up in the air. And Mm -hmm. I went like this immediately and it was gone. So I was like, all right. I told myself, which I'm trying not to do anymore. I'm trying to tell myself, yeah, that was something. But I I was like, oh, whatever. I'm just seeing – I don't know. And then I looked back, and as soon as I looked back, it was there again. And I looked up, and then I thought to myself, no, no, like, it's it's something. Like, yeah. it's something. And I got this feeling. I've never had this feeling before. I had this feeling, like, legit, like it was like a saucer or like an aircraft or like something like that or just something in the sky hovering over. It felt nice, though. It felt um, – it felt like loving and I tried to remind myself like, you know, just like don't dismiss anything. Like don't dismiss that anything is possible. Just because, you know, the time that I saw Arc 9, like I saw them out of the corner of my eye. Very similarly, it felt like like the black figure just like walking through my um, living room. And like I'm not – I've told I've said this on the podcast but not in a while. So like I'm not a very – I'm a visual person but intuitively I'm not – like a literal visual person, like yeah, some intuitive. Yeah, you more knowing. Things. Yeah, I'm more clairsentient. Like I'll just know things. I'll just feel things. Um, but, you know, like Ambie sees things like a lot of the time and I don't. And so that's always been a skill that I – and always like something I've wanted to tune into. 
Um, but you know, this was a while ago, like, I don't know when this was, I don't know, four months ago, five months ago. And I was in my kitchen and I saw out of the corner of my eye, a figure walk from my door past the kitchen into my living room. And then it was gone. And I literally convinced myself at first that it was my dog because my dog is, is black, but my dog is this big and the figure was really tall. So, <laughs> so I went running to see where my dog was and she was asleep in the other room. I mean, it doesn't even make sense even if she wasn't. This, it doesn't even make sense. But then I realized, I was like, oh no, I just saw something walk from my door to the living room and it was, you know, and, and we realized it was it was Arc 9. But that's what this felt like. It felt like a black, like shadowy figure, not scary, just, and it was in the corner of my eye, but like up here. And um, so let's talk about aliens. Want to talk about aliens? Let's talk um, about aliens. Okay. So one, they don't like aliens. They don't like that word. But that's not the point. The point is, is that you know what I'm talking about if I say alien. Yeah. So a couple of different entities that I've actually had contact with that um, I'll share. So one are shadow people. Shadow people, do not Google that because it will scare you. Because everybody wants to keep you afraid of like what these entities are and all of this, okay? I've had multiple, multiple, multiple intuitives had it have encounters with shadow people and you get no information. So here's how this works. When I see people, 90% of the time, I see them like that quickly, like just like, like a glimpse. I'll see a silhouette of a person, I'll see an outline. And then I get a knowing of how tall they are, what they look like, if they're male, if they're female, um, how old they are. Like, it's just this knowing, right? With shadow people, it's literally a silhouette of what looks like a human, but there's no information. There's no energy. There's no, there's nothing. And so it's scary, right? Like in the beginning, because you're like, holy crap, what's this? And you can not in the corner of your eye, but like see them. So what I have been told through different entities is that these are like, um, how do I describe it? Like instructors, maybe like it, it feels like what they're doing is taking notes. Like I see them with like a notepad and like, hmm, interesting, like taking notes. And then for a second, the veil will get so thin that you see each other and they're like, oh shit. And then they, they're out they They leave very quickly because they're not there to scare you. But the image that I do get is like, yeah. like just, just note taking about what's happening. Right. Yeah. About like humans, humans. Yeah. Which would lead me to believe that it's some kind of like instructor being type thing. Any questions about that? No, except that I thought we've talked about shadow people before with other entities and they're, they're, I've heard that and then I've also heard that they're like other versions of ourselves, like in other dimensions. Or so, like, I mean, it could be that there are other versions of ourselves that are taking notes on like what's happening in this reality. Yeah. We're like, hmm, don't do this again. Okay. <laughs> or like, not good. Point on that one. Yes. This is when yeah. like that pivotal moment in your life happened or. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, maybe it's like us and because time is not linear, right? So maybe it's like us reviewing our lives or some shit. Yeah. And goosebumps is a sign for me that like that's. that's You just had goosebumps? Yeah, I get goosebumps all over. So yeah, like 
um, maybe it is like when you do like inner child work or when you're doing some kind of um, time hopping. Yeah, time I mean, travel. Time, looping, time travel. Maybe it's us like passing through each other. Yeah. I like that one. I like, I like that better too. than the Google version. Anyway, <laughs> um, everybody wants to say they're demons in scary shit, but they're not. Oh, Shanti sounds – oh, we're getting so much love on Facebook. Amber Hensley says hi. Amy says hi, hi, hi. Wow, great topics. Shanti sounds – says this makes me way less scared of these presences I feel. Good. Good. That's the whole point is that they're yeah. not scary and they are typically like – they're not here to hurt you. Yeah. They're not. And you're in control. That's the best part is that you're in control of how you react and how you feel and how you perceive the information. So if you want them to stop, you set that intention very clearly and you set those boundaries very clearly of, I don't want this, leave now. Yeah. Um, it's just nobody, like- nobody's victor. Um, you're not a victim. You're not a victim. Thank you. It, again, it goes back to, it's just like regular life, right? It's like, it's, you have to treat this stuff the exact same as regular life. It's like yeah. you have to keep boundaries up with certain people. You have to keep boundaries up with certain entities. You, there are certain people that, that, that refuel you when you're with them. There are certain entities that are going to do – like you have to use discernment in, in the world to know what feels right to you, what feels true, and what doesn't. You have to use discernment with spirituality and what feels good to you. And, you know, even with this stuff that we're talking about, like for you – this might not – you watching right now, this might not feel true to you. Like something yeah, else might feel okay. true. That's okay. That's all right. This and is just like my Our truth. experiences. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that that is the whole point I think of like spirituality and it, it, it's, it's like it's not – when I first kind of like had my awakening, which was a few years ago, which I don't even like saying that word anymore because it just feels so like – pretentious in a way but you know what I mean when I kind of like snapped out of it and started started tuning into myself and working with myself and doing personal development and stuff I thought spirituality was like oh it's like a right way that you do things like you believe this and if you don't believe in this if you don't see this stuff then it's wrong and what I've learned is like no spirituality is really about everyone just acknowledging that you're more than a body, that you have a spirit and that there are certain things that are true for you and that feel right to you because you're a unique human being. And so like it's about you developing that relationship with your spirit as opposed to you just thinking you're some body, just like some body, right? Some just material body walking around on the earth and you have nothing more connected. You are so connected and the more you – develop the relationship with your unique spirit, the more you're going to know and be guided in what to do, what feels right to you. And you'll be connected with um, people and communities and stuff that are going to help you, you know, um, get where you're going basically. And so always use discernment, like always really ask, does this feel true or not for me? Because whatever feels right to you is what's right, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Wait, lots of comments coming in sorry yay I think Jessica said a comment before it said she feels comforted with this um good uh Amber says I help my 13 year old with these people and others that she can see this information will be really helpful to further her journey Amy says yeah that's a good way to put that Alexa Gianna says 
That makes me feel so much better though. I don't allow anything negative in my space and I was a little nervous when I recently saw shadow people, but I like the thought of it being another version of you or like a teacher guide. Yeah. yeah. Like um, that's the other thing. If you are really afraid of this, then all you're going to be able to see is fear. Yeah. Everything around you. Because I've had people that have reached out to me and said, oh, I see these creatures, blah, 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 blah. And my point is, well, you have a lot of fear around this work. So maybe you shouldn't be doing it if, if you're afraid. Mm. Because it's it's all – it's all in your head and it's all in your heart. So it's just like another human being. And that's the other thing that, that I think people don't understand too. If Alexa did something to make me upset, I would tell her. So if a different entity is doing something to make you upset, why not say, I don't like that. Stop it. Well, I think because in our society, like all these movies have been made that, and, and also there's been all this like propaganda basically against like oh spirits and they're evil and they're haunting you and like that's all we know really and or you that's have all we've been no doing. you have no control yeah over and you can't do anything about it they're gonna jump in your body yeah yeah or they're gonna people. yeah they're gonna possess you or something there's like all these this this terrible scary stuff out there and you know we really have to investigate for ourselves and yep. come to it from empowerment and realize that that's just stuff you've been told. Like you have the power, just like Ambie's been saying. Um, and all, you know, you can have a variety of experiences just like you can in real life with anyone. Um, Nikki Chetty on TikTok says, hello from South Africa. Hello. 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 South Africa. I don't know why we both changed our voice. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Anyway. Um, so- oh, wait. Shanti sounds – sorry. Do, do, there was a question that came through. Yeah, go for it. Shanti sounds says, is there a way to not be afraid though or does it just come with time? I think the best way to not be afraid is to um, have someone help you with it. Like have – like a real human – a real human. That's disrespectful. <laughs> have a living human – um, in this reality, help you with it. So if like I had, um, and multiple people trying to help me with it, that would, you know, be in the same space with me while I was communicating with these beings. So it taught me over time to not be afraid of it. And that's what I do is I say, okay, we're going to, we're going to ask, um, this person that's passed away to come forward. And I want you to tell me what you see and hear and feel. And I'm there to say, nope, they don't want to do this anymore. Get out. Or thank you so much. We appreciate your time. It's time to go now. Um, and then just, I would say that I would, my only caution would be a lot of teachers teach fear. A lot of teachers will, you have to do this and this and this and this, and they teach like, like protection to protect. Yeah. And, and, Protection is valid. It's valid in this reality. It's valid in any other reality. But you can either, like, if I watch too much CSI and I go into a parking lot at nighttime, I'm thinking everybody's trying to kill me, right? Because I have that in my head now that, like, everybody's trying to kill me because I've watched all that propaganda. So same thing with a teacher. If a teacher is only teaching you don't do this, don't do that, don't do this because this can happen, then you really have to just use discernment to to have that, that person help you. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I I agree. There are a lot of people that come from a place of fear, meaning they're really just focusing on like keeping quote unquote, like energy vampires or like, 
um, toxic people or like whatever away from you. and Or like different entities. Or different entities for sure. And it's not – I think what you're saying, Ambie, is like – and it's not that knowing those techniques and knowing how to protect your energy isn't a good thing. It is. Like yeah. Ambie puts herself in like an energetic bubble – all the time in certain situations that help protect her energy. And I mean, for anyone who's an empath watching this, I mean, you almost need to learn how to like manage it. You need to learn how to protect your energy. If you're you're only an empath, you have no other gifts, which is totally fine and valid, but you need more than anyone else. You need to learn how to protect your energy because it, it, that is a tricky situation. Not being able to discern how you're feeling from how someone else is feeling is a mind fuck. Oh, we should do a whole episode on empaths. We should do a whole, we should do different episodes on like psychics, uh, mediumship, empaths, remote viewing. Yeah. But empaths in particular, I think like there's so many people and maybe there's some people watching this right now who they don't understand why they always feel so exhausted. They don't understand why they feel the way they feel. They're feeling really weird emotions and they, they, it doesn't even feel like theirs, but it feels so real. Like it feels so all consuming. Um, you're exhausted. Like it's really hard going out in public places. You don't know why. Like a lot of the times you get physically sick if you go out in public yeah. places, like you'll start to get nauseous or dizzy or you'll get a headache. Yeah. It's probably because you're an empath and you're there's no boundary between where your emotions uh start and others begin. You're just there's no line. You're you're just absorbing like other people basically and you're taking on their emotions and you don't even know it. And what the most interesting thing is about empaths is that a lot of empaths actually developed as a result of like trauma or something um, scary or an unstable, unsecure, insecure situation that was happening when they were a child. For example, if there was like violence in the household or even just like volatile situations in the household, think about it. It's like an empath, someone who developed into an empath, they would have had to kind of read the room from far away to know, okay, can I go in there? Is it safe? Like, is is everybody okay in there? Is it a bad time, right? Their energy would have to like extend out and be like, "Um, I don't know. Okay, wait, yeah, maybe it feels okay. Or "Um, no, it really doesn't feel okay. I'm going to go into my room, right? So- Because it's almost it's it's like us. It was a a skill that was developed, overdeveloped, right? Like when you're younger, and now it's just out there. You're just reading everything all the time, and so you might not even you probably don't even know you're doing it. And so you're in, constantly in survival mode too. Yes, and so and in then, that case, yeah. learning to protect your energy and put up boundaries and walls and stuff is very, very, very important. But it's not about coming to your life from a place of fear because even in that scenario, it's like all that needs to happen is you just need to recognize what's going on so that you can learn how to manage your energy and manage others' energy and manage your relationships and and all that. It's all very doable. It's just a new skill you're going to have to learn. Yeah. Also, with empaths, creating boundaries in your like physical reality is super helpful and very important. Being able to say no to people being able to do what you want to do compared to what other people want to do, because a lot of the times there's a people pleasing tech um, component too. Um, because it goes back to if you're okay, then that means I'm okay. Right. Right. So, so boundaries, and that's one of the hardest skills like on this planet to get is boundaries. 
So that would, any impasse listening, create a protective bubble, envision a bubble, and then also um, boundaries are going to be super, super helpful. Yep. Everybody's agreeing on Facebook. Yep. Yes, please do those. Alicia Turner says, I have a super suit that I put on every day. Ooh, I, I like, like that. that, Alicia. That's, That's cool. That's I have a, a shield one. that I use which because I'm a dork and I like superhero movies. That's a fun one. Um, <laughs> what? Yes. Oh, so, okay. The comments are going by so fast I can't read them. Um, but yeah, let us know, you know, what else you guys want us to talk about. But yeah, I think doing episodes on that would be really like diving deep into that would be really fun because that's really, that's who's listening to this podcast. (laughs) All those people. Um, we should do like a little quiz. Are you like we wanted to? Yeah. We we wanted to create a quiz to help you figure out like what you are basically, which sense, when, which sentience you have. If you're Claire sentient. Uh, Claire. Oh no, where which Claire you have? Oh my God, yeah, what's wrong with my brain today? Claire, buoyant, all those um, patrons, Patreons. Yeah, let's thank our Patreons. Um, can you can you vamp a little? I can vamp, 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 vamp. <laughs> okay, um, I got it. We're good. So thank see? you. See how good I am. <laughs> Look at that. Boom. Oh, if you're watching on TikTok, um, follow us on TikTok at Inner Bloom Podcast, and also. Um, Check our podcast out. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. We're on Google Play. We're on all the things. Uh, Interbloom podcast. And we talk all about spirituality and personal development and living an awesome life and woo-woo. Really fun and we woo-woo have some stuff. pretty fun interviews. Pretty Maybe. fun celebrity spirit interviews. Just saying. Um, Tupac. I'm going to put hair back. Is this what you people want? Yeah, that's what we Everybody want. Everybody wants? <laughs> Everybody happy? Coolio. Um, all right. Thank you so much to our Patreons. Adonica Haskell, Alex Latiri, a million little changes.com, uh, Charm City Foster Mama on Instagram, Cheyenne Carroll, Christina Fox, Courtney Fahey, Dana Phillips, Eval Tattoo, Grace, Jamie Edwards, Jimmy McMahon, Lori Johnson, Mandy Ford, Maribel Muncie, Mimi M. Nenner, Peter School of Irish Dance, Priscilla Marquez, Renee Hart, Sammy Jean, Shannon McCoy, Sean Doe, Sheena Bowen, Tammy Lip, Taylor Fisher, TheWellist.com, Tiffany Polito, Whitney <laughs> and the Ghost, Your Radical Heart, QHHT. Thank you all so much for supporting this show. We love you so much. Thanks for helping us do all the cool shit we do. And um, if you're listening to this right now, we, we will be in Sedona for our uh, fourth, fourth retreat. Retreat, sold out retreat. Um, our divine leadership retreat. Uh, so we're recording this ahead of time. It's going to be so magical. We're so excited to be there. So as you're listening to this, we're just having the most uh, epic, magical, transformative experience ever. So send us good vibes. Woo-hoo. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Uh, anything else? Um, if you want a reading from me and you have never had one, please check me out on Facebook or Instagram, Ambrosia Matthews Intuitive. And I do them every Tuesday night at nine o'clock Eastern time. Beautiful. And if you want an EFT session with me, you can book it at my website, alexasoothes.com. Um, yeah. Thank you all for watching, listening and participating and commenting. And we love you so much. And until next time, keep on blooming. Bye, everybody. 
If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within. 